his Santa Claus being like, dude, I don't even fucking get it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I have said several yeah. times to my yeah. children yeah. since seeing this movie, I yeah. have said, you know, Harrison, I, I don't really get it. And you know what? I don't think Harry, I don't think Santa Claus gets it either. You may fire when ready. What exactly is it that they do? Kick names. And here we go. Take ass. Welcome to the podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's getting after it. Yeah, spit that yeah, shit, yeah. man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Welcome to Films in Black and White, everybody. I didn't want to interrupt. Welcome to Films in Black and White, everybody. We're here. Uh, it's a, you know what? It's a great Monday to be with y'all. I am so That's excited to be with this crew and with everybody who is uh, watching now and listening on Wednesday. I'm excited to be with everybody. Yeah. Um, we got a great show. Got a great show to get into. We're going to play a little catch that quotable. Then we're going to do a little uh, trailer breakdown. We got some big yeah, trailers we last week that we're going to talk about. Um, and then we're also going to wonder what's going on at Discovery, Warner Media, whatever uh, they're calling themselves. We I haven't have talked seen. about them in a while. They, have it's not. time. And it's time it's they time. get brought up again. Um, yes. And then after that, we're going to get after Violent Night starting starring John Leguizamo, Leguizamo and David Harbour. So and I'm excited. Uh, I'm very excited to dive into this. one. But in order to do this right and in order Word. to do it well, we got to make Word. sure everybody is thoroughly welcomed into this. So I'm going to kick it on over to Marcus Nickamond, the red Destin uh, Nickamond. How you doing? Yeah. How you feeling? Uh, <laughs> the goofy part about it was like that probably shouldn't have put that that NIC really just you gotta really enunciate gotta be careful Nick Gumman, you know what I mean? oh like, you wow don't say yeah. Right. yeah you don't you don't want to say the wrong thing well, I should no. just be called the red I should just be called the red that's fine. that's all right um, that's all right I'm feeling good man today was today Monday was a busy day at higher education levels it's like <laughs> finals time is here have a weird students, week I love the students. But it was like everybody waited to the last minute to ask about programming and stuff today while I had shit mm-hmm. I had to do. And it was like, man, I love y'all. But I, this was the first day I had to like physically close my door and lock it so I could get some work done. And <laughs> I, I was I just feel like, bad. good God. I was, it, but it was, it's all for good stuff. And I'm glad that they asked me questions. I want them to do that. I love yeah. that. Right. And I love talking to students and doing all that. And they need help. I'll stop whatever I'm doing to do that. But today was just like, I really, I got a 9.30 a.m. meeting tomorrow. And I really, it's 6 o'clock. And so I just had to stay late. Yep. Yeah. And it's yep. uh, you had to lock yourself in a glass box. Because yeah. that's the other fun fact is all of your offices are glass. So that's All fun. glass. Wow. All glass. Oh, that messes with Wi-Fi. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Yeah. Indeed it yeah. does. Yeah. Yep. But, but, well, I'm I get it. It's good. I'm glad you're good. It's a, it's one of those things where it's weird. It's like energy replacing a different kind of energy yes. like that's how mm-hmm. i always felt is it's like yes. you're working with them so you feel like oh that's what i'm i'm supposed to be doing but at the same time you're like oh i am tired so it's like right. a weird it's a weird duality for sure yeah, yeah. weird but. duality but i'm good how, how are you douglas how, I, how are you doing 
I'm doing quite well. I had a laid back morning, but a busy afternoon. Uh, mm-hmm. Got had some great uh, work moments as well. Um, we are gearing up for Brittany to be out of town Wednesday through Saturday morning. She's going to San Francisco. Hey. So we are battening down the hatches for a single dad atmosphere yes. in the household. Yes, so, I love that. I'm excited about it. It's going to be good. Um, we also did like, we probably had one of the more like productive weekends we had in a while. Oh, okay. Um, okay. What did y'all do? So Saturday morning, we had breakfast with Santa Claus. Uh, one oh, of the yes. local churches in town did like a pancake breakfast with Santa. So we did that. Delicious. And then Brittany, because she's going to be out of town like most of this weekend, all day Saturday, um, she was like, well, we got to get our baking done because otherwise I'm not going to have time and I'm not going to want to do it the weekend before. So we literally did like okay. all of the Christmas baking for oh. our get together with her, her family. That's and wonderful. And then uh, we also we just did a ton of stuff like we were all over the place. Um, we yeah. defrosted our freezer, which is about as sexy as it sounds. Oh, wow. oh yes. Yeah. So. We did. Yes. We did a lot. We did a lot. So big I, adulting vibe. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I came wow. into Monday feeling tired, but also productive. So, but, yeah. but Brian, spare bag Roush. Hey there. How you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling good. Uh, I <laughs> at my day job, uh, we just did a really big retreat, and it's really easy to like get down on those, but it was actually pretty good today. Um, so I'm really happy to be here. Because I was focused on like like very, very meta thinking stuff. Like when you're doing oh, yeah. retreats about values yep. and goal settings, it's like, mm. all right, I want you to think about this. Now I want you to think about how you're thinking about this. And you're like, my brain hurts. Uh, so I- I'm just so happy to be here and like let out all this wild energy because I had to be. I had to be like decorum Brian Roush of like, yes, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yes, I I agree with that delegation of duty. I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. So I'm happy to be here to be like, yeah, robots fighting is cool. Uh, yep. you know, I'm just, I'm pumped. I'm pumped to be here. I'm pumped to talk about stuff that I love. Uh, I'm also like, I, I am just like juice and Marvel right now. Like I am playing yeah. Marvel Snap on my phone. I am playing Marvel Midnight Suns on so my awesome. Xbox. Uh, I don't have a third Marvel thing, but I mean, I'm based, I'm uh, like, I'm, oh, I'm reading Spider Girl with my son. There you go. So like, I'm just, I'm yeah, just like put it in, in my veins, folks. Yeah. So we're we're going, we're on our way. I, here. Would, I would love to hear like a quick summary or like your first gut reaction of Midnight Suns. Yeah, I would too. Uh, yeah, so uh, this is bringing back when I used to review video games here. So essentially. Marvel Midnight Suns is the idea. Uh, the best way I can explain it is like, what if you took a strategy game and then you made it sexy with everything Marvel? And what yeah. I mean by that is that it's turn based. And sometimes that turns people off like a turn based mm. game. You're like, I'm not playing chess. Love I want to I want to be Iron Man and Blast Fools. Well, Fire Axis, who's the developer of this game, they found a way to do that. Um, and they integrated like cards with it so imagine just like you get to pick your three favorite marvel heroes and they're not stingy by the way like you want to be you know you want to play nico from the runaways cool you want you want blade he's there how about captain marvel she's hanging out wanda's just like what's up uh they have a pretty good roster of characters that's awesome Uh, and uh and yeah so it blends strategy action and like card card based mechanics 
pretty flawlessly and it looks beautiful and i can play it around my kids uh which Mm. i can't say about god of war which i'm also playing through right now but that is a definite like dad's having a bourbon like after the kids go down and now i'm gonna like go fight all the hordes of like the light elves you know um that's not appropriate for children there's also a lot of decapitation in that game anyway midnight suns Thumbs up from, from Brian Robert. Thumbs up from Brian. And that's the most important thumbs up that we need is a thumbs up from Brian. Uh, I love so, you guys. That's uh, incredible. Well, thank you for sharing. I'm excited about that one. Um, I've seen some like cutscene footage like on TikTok. Yeah, and me like, too. Oh, God, you know, it's a it, it's doing the thing that the other Marvel Avengers game. I, I take it back. This is not an Avengers game. This is a Midnight Suns game because Midnight they make Suns it very clear like the Avengers are part of one group tackling this threat and because Um, comics they overlap (laughs) all the time i mean yeah well and i also yeah anyway i I could go on and on about that but like with the marvel avengers game with kamala that came out like three three ish years ago i was like this is like this could be as good as a movie and we're on track here nice because it did the thing uh you know for folks that haven't tuned into our marvel spectacular podcast uh, that we back. Check that last out. week. If you haven't listened to it, go check it out. We we talked about how Marvel hasn't touched monsters yet. And Midnight no. Suns, it's all monsters all the way down except for Hydra. But they're also being controlled by monsters. So it's Lilith, just Mother it's of monsters Demons. all the way down. That's right. I don't know. I, I just feel like the best game for me that I feel like is very hard to top is, oh, God, what was the name of it? It came out on Xbox Marvel game. And you could pick... Like the four characters you want to was put it X Men Legends perchance? No, or no, Ultimate it's Ultimate Alliance. It's Marvel Ultimate Alliance that was, one. It's same yes. similar game style, but God, yes, that nope. game is it. Sim- is it similar to that? Because I'm not sure what a turn it's, style game it's, is. It's similar. So uh, X Men Legends and Marvel Ultimate Alliance Legends. are very similar in their gameplay, which is like mm-hmm. a you pick four characters, you advance through a level, and it's sort of like looking it's, top down on it mm-hmm. um, i would call it a dungeon crawler like yeah, everything's oh, in real 100%. time and you go beat up the enemies like the strategy's oh. like get him with your friends yeah, okay. 100%. okay okay see and, i wasn't sure what, i wasn't sure what a turn oh, what a, that's i'm not okay. good at like, like what is it rpg i just yeah, prefer to be the guy technically so like what i mean by turn-based is like whereas like the legends and ultimate alliance you can just move around wherever you want you can go beat up mm-hmm. whoever you want Midnight Suns is very tactical. Like, yeah. everybody stops, you look at the screen, and then you choose a character to do something. Yeah. They do their thing, and then it's like, okay, now it's time for Doctor Strange. So it's like, it's very it really fantasy. wants you to think through everything that you're doing, and then after all the heroes go, it's like, okay, it's time for the villains to beat you up, and you right. have to strategize, how do I live, or how do I, you know, boost right. up my character to get the, you know, if that if that's a better way to explain it. No, yeah. that's no. Doug, while you was also explaining it, Doug said Final Fantasy, and I used to play that all the that's time. That's it. So yeah. that makes, Very Final Fantasy. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that Doug, makes, that makes Doug sense. you nailed it way more than everything I just said. No, you're no, fine. No, you're you fine. Hit, no, you were hitting. I was understanding it, and then um, there was one more game I want to talk about. I know we don't talk about um, video games okay. a lot on here, but yeah. Callisto Protocol. I wa- yes. So I, Marcus, me, Marcus Destin, I watch people play video games because I no longer am really good at video games like oh, that. Oh, sure. If you give me a Spider-Man game or something like that, that one I can play all day long, swing around, beat people up. Oh, that's yeah. Fine. But if you're talking like, I, I'm not really good at video games. Let's just keep it at that. But I have yeah. been watching. I am the kind of guy that's like, who watches people play video games? That's me. Right. I go to YouTube. <laughs> I like to watch funny people 
like do funny commentary as they play. Oh, like, yeah. I listen to It's Real 85 Gaming, and he mm-hmm. is one of the funniest people that's awesome. on like YouTube that like does come. So he's playing like God of War. Yep. Um, he's playing Callisto Protocol, and he's playing. There's there was another game like kind of a horror game that's out right now. And Callisto Protocol, okay. when you talked about bloody and decapitation, uh, that yeah. game is so bloody. Oh it boy, it is almost ridiculous. But it has a very interesting storyline to it. So I, nice. I'm smiling so big right now for all of our yeah. listeners. I'm really pumped to play it. That's like that. I'll probably grab it in January, February. Is my guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and me. And meanwhile, Harrison has gone down. A Pokemon rabbit hole, so I am playing okay. that, but he's like okay. enjoying it with me, so it's much more of a like father-son activity because that's all I really have time for. Because yeah. all of those sound yeah. great, but my I already have two hobbies that are time-consuming, which yep. would be reading comic books and also doing like CrossFit stuff. So it's hard to find oh. time to work in a third. That's so, a yeah. lot. Oh, yeah. no, there's a the whole yeah. reason I got Marvel Midnight Suns and didn't wait to ask for it for Christmas was like, well, I can't play God of War because like I can only play that at night because there's no way I'm going to like tear an elf yeah. limb by limb with my six year old asking like, <laughs> what's a tendon? Um, you know, what's a tendon? <laughs> so I can at least play Midnight Suns in front of my kids. So I get the Pokemon thing. So like, we, you don't have so to worry we, about explaining anybody's arterial vein popping out. Yeah, so Liam, let's sing the song while I do this. The rib bones connect to the which one? Like, <laughs> oh man. Well, thank you both for the updates. We have a little bit of catch that quotable again. Catch excellent. <laughs> and I'd like to remind everybody that last week, Marcus, <clears throat> without any real challenge or any real issue jumped right into a movie yeah. that he had never Holy seen bucket. based solely on the trailer. I so, had seen it, but I didn't know what it was. I have a really big feeling that this week's quote is a response by Roman yeah. to be like, yeah. well, the last one was too easy, so let's see if we can yeah. get him this time. We so signaled that he uh, wanted to Roman's challenge the higher power. Yeah, well, we so, that's true. Gentlemen, after yeah. poking the bear, are no, both of you ready for this week's quote? No, but we should lose. do it. Yeah, okay. I'm ready to get to it. Yeah, Let's ditto. Just okay. Managing okay. expectations. All right. Well, here we go. Admit defeat, and defeat will surely admit you into permanent custody, my man. Yeah, nope. Admit defeat, <sighs> and defeat will sur- surely admit you into permanent custody, my man. Uh, I don't I'm yeah, I don't know. It sounds like a like a Brad Pitt kind of line or something like that. I also, it does have an inglorious bastards vibe. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go off of a movie that Uh-oh. I also have not seen, but I okay. have oh, okay. seen the trailer for. All right, and it feels like it is. This feels like it is a overlap of mm-hmm. 70s movie with like mm-hmm. 70s. Like the my man is standing out to me like that. Yeah, I, agree. Agree. So I was thinking the same thing. Very like exploitation. Like, oh, we're going to have him speak jive. But it also mm. like that sounds like something that like a ninja would say. I'm sorry. So, what? So like admit defeat <laughs> and defeat Turtles? will surely admit <gasps> you. Oh, the that. Like, I can see okay. That. I was like, that's like, so, like, like 90s ninja, like 90s white <laughs> yeah, ninja. Like 90s ninja, like oh, Bruce like surf Lee. Ninja type. Yeah, 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 like, right. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I Ooh. think based off of that, 
that this movie is a movie called Black Dynamite. And I realize that, that I am entirely cold, and that's that fine. is a that is a hard I don't want to say it's a reach because I don't want to say you're wrong. Right. But that is a hard pull because Black Dynamite is very, very specific. Yes. Yeah. But it feels like it could be something in that realm. Or it could be like mm. um, like you said, uh three ninjas, surf ninjas. Like surf I ninjas, thinking, I would believe. When you said when he said my man, I wasn't necessarily thinking black exploitation, although okay. I can understand that one, right? I was kind of thinking more surfer or hippie-ish. Okay. Like, yeah, maybe feeding. Oh my god. Uh, uh, is this uh, point break? This is no way this is point break. Oh, right? okay. That's right? okay. confident. There's yeah. no That's way a, okay. this is point break. Okay. But okay. I can okay. see Gary Busey saying this. Work the you floor. Could. Work the floor. I like it. So I'm gonna spread the I'm gonna spread the yeah. floor after Brian's attacking at the uh, the point. I have no idea what this I'm is. gonna spread and I'm gonna say <laughs> Marcus convinced me. I'm gonna go with surf ninjas. Oh god. Okay, okay. I'll point go black break. dynamite. Okay, just All for right. and giggles. Okay. Let's just I just yeah. spread point the break. floor. I like uh, this. Yeah, I don't know. All right. This is my favorite. Yeah. It's not oh, Brian. Oh no. <laughs> Oh. So this what is, is from Ro the Roman movie. told me no, and I still locked in, folks. I should have looked at the chat before I locked fucker. in. This oh, is this? from the sequel to a goofy movie, an extremely goofy movie. Oh my gosh, what a deep! Wow. <laughs> okay, one, yeah. they made a sequel. They did. They did. They did make a sequel. Yeah, Roman, okay. I don't know I mean, if we can take quotes from you. That, you know who that's it from? <laughs> it's it's from the hippie. It's probably <laughs> from that hippie-ish character, too. You know one of his best friends that seems like uh, it's not. he's got the bigger best friend, and then he's yeah. got the more droopier, low-key, you would think he was high kind of friend um, that probably said this. It's from the character only listed as Beret Girl. Uh, oh. That is her only credit. Um yeah, so yeah, so okay. I have not seen that particular Did movie. Know. Apparently, I've never seen it. Apparently, I just want to say something that I think is very funny to me. We Damn. can off the jump from the hip fire <laughs> off. We got the crazies having no one seen it. Yeah, but a children's movie from two thousand. Yeah. Uh, oh, the poil, the poil, the poil. Po she takes the big. She takes the big guy. That was my aspiration when I was younger. When I was a big chunky kid. I wanted to be the big guy who had the fine. She had she had the fine, the fine woman. She was fine as wine and poetic, and it was you know you know. Okay. So have yeah. you seen this then? I know exactly who the characters are, <laughs> and I probably have seen an extremely. I've guarantee you, I've seen both. It's just been a while. But okay, yeah. I have not seen it. Period. Yeah. So good movies. I, I think you should absolutely watch both of these because it was like that was Disney animation kind of in its primish. The oh, first yeah. one is awesome. I love the original. Like yeah. I love the original like goofy movie. Like it's you gotta just do a sequel though. Top to bottom awesome. But I never uh, saw the sequel. My only contribution to the goofy movie discourse is that the latest season of Atlanta did a whole episode about it, and you should watch it if you like the goofy movie. That's all. Okay. Okay. Good Very essential to, to the black. I feel like the black community. Yeah. I learned a lot, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As the, yeah, me being like know. me being a very white guy, I was like, I did not know this, I and I googled some of the stuff in that episode, and I was like, okay, okay. There's there's so many like shows like that that we grew up on that was very essential to the black community that you would I think had no was idea. Like, like I feel like huh. I'm gonna just that one is one. Um, 
Recess kind of feels like one. Doug. I don't know if anybody remembers that that How, show. Doug. Really, Recess. Um, he had Recess a blue, gets me. I think it's the blackish characters in it, right? So Doug. Okay. Either. Recess obviously had the black athletic character. All these are stereotypes or whatever the case may yeah. be, right? Hey Arnold, I also feel like was essential to the black community. Nick at the time, Nickelodeon kind of ran like yeah. those, like all that. They had like this certain vibe to it. Keenan yeah. and Kale, all that. It was something oh, about yeah. that energy and that vibe. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I've heard so I the know. I've heard the I've heard the comparison that Skeeter is yes. black. He's black. I'm Doug. Hundred percent. The show yeah. Doug. Because they couldn't do a black hair, but they made him blue. Yep. But like you just knew he was black. I, yeah. Looking I back on it, yeah. Isn't Patty? All right. I'm just. Yeah, isn't yeah, Patty black, black in that show? Uh, she's not. She's she's drawn and colored as very very tan. Like what oh, I would say. Okay. She's this anything, is why I'm asking. She might be, be nice like Latinx. Like if we're anywhere like on that spectrum. Yeah. I only remember things. I remember that show a lot better than most people would, mm. and it's predominantly because <laughs> it was both a blessing and a blight on my childhood. Um, <laughs> I had a there was a there was an episode where for some reason um the villain Roger uh Roger Klotz oh, the villain yeah. in that particular show and the antagonist for some reason got on this thing of calling Doug Haas in that well then everybody <laughs> figured out that my middle name was Hoskins so somehow that translated wow. to calling me Haas and so I mean it just it it became a thing that was like kids are brutal they'll make fun of you for like literally anything that was true i was fat albert for years oh yeah so there's that that. yeah that was that was just a especially when the movie when the movie came out oh yeah live action one that was it got was it keenan thompson i love that keenan thompson somehow has never and always been present i feel like now (laughs) at this point in media (laughs) Yeah, That's it's really true. strange. Very and true. By yeah. the way, like if you get a chance to go back and watch a rerun of the cold open from Saturday Night Live of him playing Herschel Walker, it's fucking hilarious. Like oh, he I saw played... a snippet when they said, oh, he was like, can you give us some privacy, Herschel? He was like, oh, yeah, if you put a blanket over me, I fall asleep like a parakeet. Yep. And I thought that was the funniest shit. Ever. My other favorite part is they're like, go into this room. Did this used to be your panic room? Yep. He's like, why is there another me? Why is there another me in here? He's like, that's your reflection, Herschel. Like, it was the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. Um, well, Roman, thank you. You can submit quotes anytime. Just you don't have to go so hard. Like, you don't have to you don't have to go that's so true. hard. Well, um, it looks like we're up to thirty dollars as we're fundraising this, for our next uh, donation. Yeah, so thank you, Roman. Nice. Uh, as nice. always, we we appreciate that. And if folks want to get in on that, you, you can you can please we challenge love us with your quotes. See if we get them. That's I would love that. But yeah. gentlemen, we have a whole podcast to get to, and That's I upset. would like to talk about some trailers that were released last week. So I'm going to run what? down the three that were sort of released, um, and then we'll kind of popcorn around uh, here to sort of chat about them. So we got so there was a movie event that took place in I feel like somewhere in Latin America. Brazil sounds familiar for some reason, but it was not in the United States. And we expected mm-hmm. some new release of some new footage. And so we did get two trailers that were sort of brand new. The first being um, we got an Indiana Jones five trailer, um, which was fine. I didn't didn't expect it. So that was nice. Um, we also got a Transformers 
Rise of the Beasts. Is that what that was yeah. tagline was? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Rise of I the Beasts. Right. And then we did get a Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 trailer. So I'm going to kick it on over to Brian to sort of talk a little bit about the Indiana Jones trailer and maybe what stood out to him. So, Brian, Indiana Jones, what'd you think? All right, folks. The Great Adventurer. He's he's back. It continues. He is back. And it looks like we got a little bit of a little bit. We got a little bit of the story. Obviously, this is not the story trailer. Um, they they do have a synopsis out, but it's it's do. I mean, it, they're keeping a lot of it under wraps. Yeah. Uh, but essentially, I thought this trailer did a really good job showing that, like, it's Harrison Ford and he's back to adventuring. So Wheelchair and all. I, which I thought was cool. There's been a lot of concerns about his age. Uh, and there's been some See, really. Comment. I, I was just going to keep moving on. <laughs> nope. I just sorry, keep going. I was gonna keep going. Uh, there were some concerns about his age. He is clearly doing a lot of stuff here. This is uh, more set, it looks like not as much as the 40s, looks a little bit more like at least late 40s, 50s, possibly. Um, and it, it looks, I think it looks really good. It looks like an Indiana Jones movie, it looks like they're doing a lot of stuff with it. I think Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Is 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 the the elephant in the room? If I have to talk yeah, about it, and I feel like this trailer it. is trying so hard to be like, this is not gonna be Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. They don't even mention Shia LaBeouf's character no. in this teaser yeah, or the, the official trailer. Like it's it's nowhere to be found. And guess what? Nazis are the bad guys again, as they should be. Nazis are bad guys. So I'm excited. I think it looks yeah. great. <laughs> Can I, can I, can depending I, on depending on who you ask, if his last name is Mr. West. Ooh, I would also say this. Oh. Not that it's ever a good time to be a Nazi, but this <laughs> feels like with the amount of anti-Semitic people that are just out Ugh, and about these days, the oh, yeah. this has got to be, I don't want to say easy, but like the home run, I feel like for Hollywood has got to been like, so obviously the villain's a Nazi, right? Yeah. Like, like dude, we, we have to go over this. We have to go over this again. Like yeah. I know we've dealt with it in like 1940, but like we have to go over it again. Right. And <laughs> they're all those like, who forgot. fuck yeah. I mean, so long as. Kanye West and Alex Jones still are having conversations. Yeah, we yeah. gotta bring this shit up again. Yeah, we're it, yeah. Don't don't be anti-Semitic. What don't do that. that. Like don't don't, don't do, do that. that. But what yeah, this trailer. Uh, they they also showed. <laughs> uh, I mean, don't do <laughs> it. I just slid right past it. Don't like, don't, just do, don't that. do it. There's All right. Anyway. Anyway. It is. It should be that simple, shouldn't it? It just should be that simple. That's the tagline. Anti-Semitism. Just don't do it. Just just don't do it. Anyway, yeah, the trailer. Anyway. The one the one thing I didn't get to is that there's a very quick shot, but they used the deep fake Star Wars face yeah. tech, Marvel they tech, did. however you want to phrase it. I think it first popped up in a Star Wars movie, but the de-aging uh, CGI uh, on Harrison Ford here. And it looks we only got like two seconds of it, mm -hmm. but it looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited to see where that goes. He did those scenes and they just put a younger face on him and it looks like a flashback. He mentioned that in an interview. I'll yeah. have to find it and track it down, but yeah. um, but yeah, that looks exciting. I'm excited for this. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. When I announced when they announced that they were doing another one, I was like, oh, it's a little 
Not not mm-hmm. that age is a factor, but it is a very, you know, stunt heavy I, movie. Yeah. So I get a little worried that there was going to be one, he was going to get hurt, to be honest with you. And two, I, yes. would he be able to do those stunts? And would the transition from Harrison Ford to Stuntman look authentic? Like, you know, like because obviously mm-hmm. you, know, you can CGI most of it, but mm-hmm. it does drive up the cost of making the movie. So I was a little yeah. worried and I was impressed with this. I think it looks good. I also think the um the addition of Phoebe Walters Bridge. Um, yeah. Or maybe I have her last name mixed up, but that her addition looks promising too. They've also talked about it potentially being a handoff movie um, to her or somebody else oh, um, as an option I mean, as well. I would be yeah. all about Phoebe Wal- uh, Waller-Bridge. Uh, I could you, see it. Yeah. I think it'd be really cool. If you haven't watched Fleabag, watch Fleabag, Fleabag on did. Amazon. It's only two seasons. They're both very short. She wrote and and produced most of that show, and she is she is so smart. She is so snappy, yeah. so witty, and I think it'd be really cool if she was able to get an adventure movie franchise out of it. I think that'd be really cool. Yep. Yeah. I didn't good. know what the hell was going on, to be honest. That's okay. I didn't know what the plot was. Everything was happening too fast, and then I was like, oh, there goes CGI face, and then that was pretty much it. Yep. I mean, I mean I, being honest. To be honest, I, that's the trailer. Like, it's a good yeah, situation. I don't, think, I don't think they were doing a heavy... A uh-huh. heavy story trailer here. I think. Yeah. I think to me, what it felt like was Lucasfilm being like, "Guys, it's not Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Harrison Ford's fine, and it's gonna be fun." That's what this trailer like was trying to tell. Crystal me. Skull. Oh, did, Brian. Do people not like it? Oh, uh, Marcus, I would. I would. I would watch. I would watch Kanye West talk for 10 minutes before I watch Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Okay, I don't know if I'd go that far, but I mean, uh, like, I, like, how do I even, like, pull out of this? Harrison Ford, help me fly this plane. Uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is, like, the, it is, like, bottom of the barrel for me. It is the last Indiana Jones movie I would watch. I would watch Temple of Doom over it. Like, I just. It had aliens in it, though. But that that doesn't that was match the, that's the, the problem. That's the problem. Oh, oh. Like, at least for me, that's the problem. I didn't mind the occult magic in Indiana Jones, like because it it for it uh, it was used sparingly. Like yes, it was dude. like at the end, it was the main MacGuffin, but then it was done. Same thing with uh, Last Crusade. Like, yeah, maybe they stretch it out the third even, act. A even little Temple of bit. Doom. Yeah. I mean, right, but like it's used sparingly just to help move the plot forward. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, it was like it felt like a jump the shark moment of just like there were a anyway, couple. it's aliens. And it was just so unsatisfying, at least to me, that it was aliens. I, it, I don't know how else to explain it. Well, I think the other me. piece is that like the other piece of this is it's like, you know, at least with some of these other things, like in Last Crusade, when right. they're looking for the goblet there is some historical feature of it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even if it's manufactured, even if it's manufactured history, they're at least being like, he's a historian. He's put together the pieces. And here we are in kingdom of the crystal skull. It was like, no one believes that aliens were responsible for, you know, the ruins in, in, in the Yucatan peninsula with Aztecs and Mayans. And the last piece of it, they were like, yep, guess what? 
it's just it is what it is. And the aliens thing is is also kind of like a racist conspiracy theory. I'm just oh, like putting this together too. Like yeah, I guess because oh. so, you then you take credit from an entire okay, yeah, okay, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, like all oh, the Mayans yeah. couldn't have done this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Aliens, 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 huh? Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, sure. Okay. Yeah, they didn't. Oh, the yeah. Earth. Damn, I gotta rewatch all these. That's yeah. kind of fucked up. But, all right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, well, thank you, Brian, for that rundown of uh, the Indiana Jones trailer. Marcus, there were some robots in disguise as well in these three trailers with Transformers Rise of the Beasts. What did you think of the new Transformers trailer? Um, I think that I think that the trailer was great for those that don't know. It's Transformers: Rise of the Beast, based off of the uh, old, old, old Transformer series, and still involved, still a part of this. Oh, soft reboot for transformers i guess if that's what I, you want to call it i didn't even get that by the way so this yeah, is the, right we're on the same page this is connected to the bumblebee movie. to bumblebee directly but not anything else because i started watching okay. bumblebee and bumblebee didn't seem it kind of gave backstory on what happened on cybertron but it seemed to really just start over you know what right. i mean like yeah you I, don't need any of the michael bay films Y'all, I tried to sit through the most recent one and I couldn't. So I would gladly watch a Bumblebee reboot because I found the most recent Michael Bay one hard to follow. Was that the night? Was that the yes, one about the, the knights? That's the one where Optimus Prime turns evil. The Knights yeah. of Prime or whatever. I, I didn't even watch that one. I don't think I even oh, watched really? it. It yeah, was a, it was so much shit going on in there, but anyway, um, this Transformers trailer is pretty it's pretty good. Um, it's based off the what are the things called Maximals, Maximals and, and Predacons, Maximals and Predacons. So basically, you have Transformers who, in the original plot, they were the the um the energy that they get to transform shit was so powerful that they their their robotic bodies couldn't last, and they started having to scan organic matter so like organic um animals and, and stuff like that right yeah. and so they scan animals instead of transforming into cars they transform into animals and you have um oh god what is the main i'm just going off the top of my head here he's not a gorilla he, he is also a descendant of prime so technically yes they're right. from the future if i'm look if, if you like going back to the original cartoon they're technically from the future they run an optimus in the woods and all of a sudden he said hey there's this big ass <laughs> threat coming i'm not your i'm not your threat and so you got optimus prop Optimus Prime Bumblebee is also equal to um, Prime Optimus Primal is his name. Optimus Primal right. and Cheetor, which is like those are equal equal people. Anyway, yep. they come down. They're chasing the people from the future. There's this big old thing coming in. Like, there's all these animals and it looks like a great big battle sequence. Um, there's yep, a lot that, of that like, does look interesting going on in here. And I I liked all of it. Um, I just didn't like the music that they used. That right, me the either. Rise of the like Beast. Is what it was called. Rise of the Beast. Yep. Yeah. Rise. Well, is what the story was called? The no. tagline is Transformers Rise oh, of the Beast. Oh, yeah. Transformers oh, Rise yeah, of the Beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The trailer we're yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also did not care for the music. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like, get it. I love Biggie. I was, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love Biggie Smalls. I do love Right. It, I almost would have preferred Hypnotize over or the mix that they did. I also, I don't know which one it is, but uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't care for either. Did you really... Ahead, it just it felt like they tried to build the whole trailer around if you don't know now you now know, you know. Okay, it felt it. like they tried to build the whole trailer around that one lyric and it failed spectacularly because if me. you don't know that this is a movie about transformers i, I mean that there's, there's a time and place for it but yeah. I, I don't know there's a reason there's so many washed out pop song trailers 
because like then you do something like this and nobody's talking about it. It does feel like a it it does feel like a it does feel like a really bad dad joke being in this trailer. Like it feels like a conversation <laughs> between a well, so, I watched that when I was a little kid and a dad yeah. going, Well, if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> yuck, yuck, yuck. Like that's <laughs> the way it certainly that is feels. Something oh, I would no. do. Like <laughs> I Brian, oh, I I too would do that. Like, so. I would not do that. I'm well, just letting y'all know I mean, now. I, I would well, not do it. I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real with y'all. I watched this trailer expecting Haley Steinfeld to show up. She did not show <laughs> up. Sorry, Brian. and I and I said maybe not right now. Maybe I'll come back to this trailer in That's a little hilarious. bit. See if I feel. Dominic differently. Fishback is in this too, though. I was gonna just say, have you second? Who, have you all who? have you all listened the, to the Dominic cast Fishback. of this? Dominic oh Fishback. So Peter Cullen, who plays Optimus Prime, doing his voice yeah. again. Oh yeah. Ron Port Ron Perlman is he's, doing he's Optimus Primal. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Pete, he voiced it in the past too. Pete Don't Davidson is a Pete Davidson is a Transformer called Mirage. Yeah. Dominique yeah. Fishback, I believe, is also a Transformer, or no, maybe not. No, she's no, she's Perfect. just uh, she's a human. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then uh, hip hop artist that Marcus and I know. Toby Nagui, okay. he's in this. Um, is he voicing it? Yes, he voices oh, a character wow. called Reek, which I'm pretty sure is a, which what? I'm pretty sure is a Transformer. Mm. Um, Michelle so. Yeoh is in this. Peter Dinklage is in this. Um, wow. Joe DiMaggio is in this. He voices Bender. Like there are voice <laughs> well, actors. I mean, he voices Stratosphere, this. but yeah, also ben, Bender doesn't show up in the Transformers. That would be a much different movie. <laughs> a very different movie. That's that's future. <laughs> I was just trying to people. I didn't want no, to name. The, I was no, trying no, to connect no, the dots. No, it was no, just the way you got it, it here first. Here on film in black just... and white, Bender is in the new Transformers movie. Confirmed. hundred percent. I'm I'm reporting on it right now. Like I'm verified. If from I saw sources. Bender transform from a gorilla to Bender, I would lose my fucking mind and be like, what the hell is going on? I would see What's whatever going? movie they do next. I'm not going to lie. It wouldn't matter. I'd be like, you sold. Man. You have my Ooh, ticket. I'm surprised now you haven't gotten a Futurama live action anything. But it's a different podcast. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I need to go back to this cast. What exec went on a Bender and just like showed up to these people how like these people's houses with like bags of money and was like, hey. You're in the next Transformers movie. And Michelle Yeoh was like, I'm not. And he's like, here's all the money. And she's like, okay. Like, I, I like this cast is bonkers. Yeah. I feel it, like the director of Transformers, Rise of the Beast, also directed something. Was it a Creed movie? Stephen Cappell Jr., director. Uh, let's see here. Previous Creed 2. Yep, he did Creed 2. And for that reason alone. Okay. That's probably going to be okay. good. Sold. All right, I yeah. I'm willing to get okay. I I lost Haley Steinfeld, but I gained mm-hmm. the director of Creed yeah. too. I'll, I'll give it a chance. I, just change the mute before. Just change the music. Go do one of those <laughs> things where they just change the music in all of the trailers and re-upload on YouTube, and nobody notices until later. They were like, "Wait a minute, is this one of those? What do they call those, that? Uh, Morgan Freeman effects? What is it? What is it called? I don't the know. um the thing where you think it changes. It look used to look Nelson like Mandela. Thing. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? It's a Mandela, Mandela effect. It's a Mandela. It's a Mandela effect. But I like that Marcus went Nelson Mandela, Morgan Freeman. It's a Morgan Freeman effect. That is the funniest shit. 
I mean, we are a movie podcast. I mean, kind of, like, we can get there. It's, I was just trying to, I'm trying to connect the dots. <laughs> the, white, the white guy, white guy saying it's, it's a Morgan no. Freeman effect. Okay, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was just trying to connect. The, that's how my mind spirals, y'all. This is how I end no, up in rabbit holes. I, I like, gotta go I mean, bing, bing, bing. That's, that's how we got butterscotch yeah. soda, everybody. That, that's like exactly that how you got right, right there. I mean, all right. I'm, I'm, I'll give this a, I'll give this a shot. I was yeah, down on it coming into the pod. I'll yeah. give it a shot. I'll give yeah. it a shot. Absolutely. Morgan Freeman effect. That's fucking hilarious. That's that's going to be on a shirt. Um, Freeman gentlemen, effect. we had one more trailer we were given. It was oh, really? a Marvel trailer. We got our what? first look at Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Oh, wait, and... pause. Yes. I, before you move on to the movie, because I know how you do, we got to get to the rest of the podcast. We do remind me to say we were right. That's all you gotta say, and I'll handle the rest. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. When do you at the end? At the beginning? At what? the end. Of, yeah. At the end. Okay. Of the, at the end. end of okay. the, yeah, yeah. Um. Here's what I'm gonna say. I really enjoyed this trailer. I think James Gunn is a fucking genius. I hate it. And yeah, I think so there good. is very few things that he can touch that aren't gonna be awesome. It makes me very excited for what he's gonna do with DC. Um, because yeah, if he can shit, bring the same energy that he's bringing to this trailer and what I think this movie is going to be, I'm very excited for what it is going to be for. Because y'all, this one, this one's gonna be sad. Like there are very people sad. you care about that are no longer going to be mm-hmm. present after this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, and I am. So, so all in all, it's a catch up with the the Guardians. They're in their full costume. They are mm-hmm. now actually going around the universe and investigating things. And at least Peter seems like he's living by a code. You know, he chastises Drax in the trailer yep. for wanting to kill people. So it does appear that they are a superhero team, although a misfit group. But they're officially mm-hmm. trying to like step into that moniker. Um, we got some shots of the villain who is going to be the high evolutionary. We got some shots of what Adam Warlock will look like. Um, but we also got some glimpse into rocket raccoons past. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, which we knew was coming. Um, so all in all, this looks really cool. It's going to be comedy. The song is awesome. Like I love yeah. the song choice. That's how again, you pick a song. It's James Gunn. So how could you not, but yep. all in all, this trailer looks awesome. I am curious from the two of you. If you would playlist. like to place bets yep. now yep. on who you think is going to die and why, Rocket Raccoon and uh, Drax. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you you did a double. You only had to choose one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> double I gonna, I, I, <laughs> Brian, I was going to pick two. I know Drax for sure. Dave Bautista yeah. has gone on record and said, like, I don't. I think. I think my time. He doesn't want to play that role anymore. There have been yeah. rumors okay. swirling about well, it. I, okay. But I also I also think Rocket's dying. Oh, if, I, I mean, he, my money's he, on Rocket, a hundred percent. Rocket for sure is dying. Yeah, I, 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 he'll sacrifice himself. Like that'll that'll be how oh, it goes out. Yeah. He'll sacrifice, and it'll be yeah. a big emotional thing. The other, my other thing about Dave Bautista is I don't think there's a route that Drax can go to make a like a compelling because he's such a funny character and he's this goofy character. The only thing that you can do to make his storyline, I feel like, as a character development go full circle is for him to die because he is that goofy character and he is that kind of like oh he's such a bumbling whatever 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 if you kill him it makes his character more like appreciated over time and like all the guardian stuff 
Yeah, I think if I'm, if that's me. My 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 prediction is Rocket first, Drax in the effort to avenge Rocket. I can see. see that. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna dissent. Please. I don't think I don't think Drax is gonna die. I think okay. I think we're gonna just see him leave. I think he's gonna ride off into a sunset. Okay. Um, okay. that's kind of my vibe. I, okay. I I don't know. I feel Fair. like I do feel like this is gonna be a sad movie though. Oh, like I, I have to agree with you. I feel like we are gonna get we are gonna pull some feels here. And, and what's weird is like I, I I was pulling up some information and I found a promotional image. And it looks like Gamora's with the team, but I can't verify this is actually a promotion. I did see image. that. Is she, yeah. it, it, that it, was in the trailer. In the trailer several times. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. in the trailer, but we're not sure exactly what she's up to or how she fits in because she wasn't in the holiday yeah. special. She's mm-hmm. not on the Guardians team, uh, so was, to speak. I, I, I don't think it would be... Uh, wise to say that she doesn't come back into the fold as a guardian. Right. However, I'm curious how they're gonna to balance that, and I'm I'm also I don't know. I'm very curious how they're gonna balance her being from a different time. Um, oh yeah, it's gonna yeah. There's gonna be some weirdness going on, and how they sure. mesh it. We haven't even talked about the Adam Warlock stuff. No, I'm I also sure. don't know. I feel like if we're going to follow up on any of the Eternals threads, I feel like they show up here too. So I'm curious if something's going to be involved with that. But I I mean, the music, uh, the the vibe of the trailer. I mean, even Rocket says like, it's time to face the music. So they could also be setting us up to think Rocket's going to die. And then Drax dies as like the switcheroo, Mm -hmm. the sleight of hand. And if you're curious about the song, it's called In the Meantime by a band called Space Hog. And it's from the 90s. Yep. Um, Also, plot twist, secondary guess, Peter Quill, Jess. I could see. He he, he could die or walk off into the sunset. But I really, plot my plot twist, my big, put my money like, oh, shit, didn't see that coming, would be Peter dying. I, I, one of two things I think is going to happen to Peter. I think, I don't think Peter is a guardian after this movie. Now, whether mm-hmm, or not he's dead, yeah. I'm not sure. I could mm-hmm. see one scenario where they like drop him off on earth. Like he has to face the music. Yeah. It's time for him to go back to earth and deal with all the feelings there. But I could also see the other one, which is Gamora. He sacrifices himself for Gamora and she yeah. takes his place as a leader of the guardians. Mm-hmm. I could see yeah. that as well. Both mm-hmm. are feasible. I do think, and I want to make one other prediction, and I've made this prediction to Marcus already when we saw the movie we're about to talk about. All right. I think you could back-end your way. I think there's a possibility that you could back-end Galactus in this movie. Yeah, you could. And And here's how you do it. The High Evolutionary, his whole thing is he's responsible for Rocket. He's responsible for Rocket's girlfriend, the Otter, that he's hugging, by the way. Um, And what he does is he creates a whole planet of essentially animal humanoids. And they refer to this in the comic books as earth Two, Like this is a sub earth, <laughs> no joke, but Galactus sends his Herald and the Herald identifies earth Two right. as enough sustenance to keep powering Galactus. Right. So you could, if you wanted to like that could be an end credit scene, it could be a bit much to put in here. There's a lot going on. So I mean, and it yeah, weird to send James Gunn off with this type of a t- teaser. But I'm saying you could, if you wanted to utilize that as a way to back end him into the MCU, not yeah. likely, but it's possible. 
Yeah. James Gunn I, isn't I, done it. He's not done in the MCU. I, I, I well, hope you're I hope you're right. I mean yeah. it's I a lot to it, handle. I find it hard to see how he how he keeps going though. After I mean he's gonna be leading the competition here after this yeah, movie. The, yeah, I, I, I want his con- I want to see what his contract would look like from mm-hmm. DC and if DC I would bet there's a non compete. I, I oh, mean, okay, yeah, that's a you know that's a uh, I mean at, at this point so like I, I, that's my guess. I don't know HBO Max who know or HBO whatever they're calling themselves. Yeah. I, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> they could have not put anything in there, but. I feel like I also feel like everybody, all the Guardians crew, is kind of like we're good. Like we yeah, did the oh, thing yeah. we wanted to do, and we're we're all set. I I think they're a great team and they're a great cast, but this this trailer is very much like one last ride, everybody. Yeah, I so also could see that done too. for the Guardians. Y'all think it's just done for the Guardians after until this. they like have a other. reason to come back, like maybe Secret Wars or Kang Dynasty or yeah. Fantastic Four. Like all of those are way places you could put them, but I do kind of think like maybe they they wrap it up. Honestly, I I would, and this is speculation, but honestly, it would not surprise me if the actress who plays Mantis. And the act Trump and uh, Karen Gillan, who plays Nebula, it would not surprise me at all if those two were like, whatever, put us in whatever project. Like, well, That's you know, true. well, you can you can CGI Groot with us. Like, I, I would not be surprised about that at all if they wanted to have them keep popping up in other projects. Um, but I think as a whole, th- this is probably going to be it. I would also say that a most recent comic book storyline has the thing and venom as members of the guardians as well. It's a weird mm-hmm. comic book storyline. I mean, Agent venom? Yeah, I believe so. But you could go that route if you really wanted to. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of possibilities, but I think this iteration we're we're going to say goodbye to them. And I, I think it's normal. I, I think it's time. Yep. I would agree. So I do want to leave enough time for us to talk about the movie. So I'm going to shelf yep. the last piece we kind of have scheduled because we That's do okay. have a whole movie to get into. We saw Violent Night. Yeah, we um, did. This is your spoiler warning that if this is a movie that's on your list of things that you want to see, we are going to get into all of it. So turn back now, put a pin in it, come back later. But this is your spoiler warning because we are going to get into Violent Night. And I'm going to kick it on over to Nickamond the Red. To give oh, us his God. barbershop summary for <clears throat> Violent Night. Take it away, Mark. Okay. All right. So if you love Die Hard and the Santa Claus, then this is a movie just for you. All right. So you want to imagine there is a world that does not believe in Santa anymore because they have Amazon Prime. So Jeff Bezos is the new Santa. Um, and they, people just don't believe like they used to. The kids don't believe. The parents stop believing after, after a while. And you have Santa Claus, St. Nick, whatever it is you want to call him. Um, and he is just drunk and upset because he pretty much hate, he hates Christmas because nobody believes like they used to. And he doesn't understand how this Christmas magic works. He just knows that people don't believe. So all he do is drink and drunkenly drops off gifts inside of like he hops in like the the chimneys and all that other stuff cussing out reindeers because they shit and he steps in it and this is just who he is he hops in hops out so it is christmas day i do believe it's christmas day and santa has started like delivering gifts and he's hopping house to house fast well not fast forward but in another storyline there's this very rich family i forgot the name of the family to be lightstone 
the Lightstones. That's right, because it sounds like a, a old Christian, like an old yep. mega church pastor name. Yep. Um, so you have the Lightstones, and they are just filthy rich. More specifically, the mom is filthy rich. Okay, and she. I don't know if they ever said what they do, but they just have a lot of money and they just work with the government yeah. with a lot of shit like that. That's basically the storyline. You have a daughter, you have um the rich mom's daughter who is um um <clears throat> her name, her full name, the little girl's uh, name I'll, is Trudy. The mom's uh, name is Gertrude. Bertrand, oh, Bertrand. you're talking about the 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 child. I was thinking about the mama's name. The mama's name is fool's name is Gertrude, right? And then she has a yep. daughter, and then the daughter is dating a, an action star, right? And then has this son who's kind of he's like a dick. He kind of this asshole son oh, that does yeah. live streaming and gold yes. chains and shit, right? And so they do that. They're fighting for their mom's attention. You also have the son. The son is married. Well the split from the mom of Trudy, the little girl, the main girl in this movie. And um, she's black. I'm just, we're going to just put that in there too. Um, and so they are in love, but they, you know, they, they've split up because a lot of stuff that's been going on with the mama and Trudy wished for one thing for Christmas. She wishes that her parents could get back together. She asked Santa, I really want to get back together. And then, and the dad is like trying to console her because he didn't take her to the Christmas ball. So he gives her this little radio and he's like, if you talk on this radio, you'll be able to speak to Santa. And she's like, word. And he's like, yeah, you know, what I mean that that's the thing so they overhear her say I really want my parents to get back together and I want to be a big happy family he's like oh man like that sucks so then uh fast forward these criminals all just take over the damn house okay so they take over the house because the mama Gertrude got 300 million dollars that she stole from the government that quote-unquote disappeared in a vault in the house right and so you get this big crew of Christmas named villains that are just like trying to crack into this vault and they take the family hostage all right so Trudy is being held hostage and all of them are being held hostage and she's trying to like talk to santa through the thing she's like santa are you there santa are you there just so happens santa shows up at that specific house right and so he's in the massage chair he's just doing santa old grumpy santa type shit right it's so he goes through he sees that people are like taking over the house he tries to escape but the magic isn't working for some reason so he can't escape through the chimney so then they come in, he gets into this fight. He gets into this brawl with one of the people that's taking over the place. And then he goes and he hears from Trudy. He tells Trudy, I'm going to save you, Trudy, okay? Because you're always on my nice list. And so Trudy tells him, Santa, you got to believe I believe in you. Even after the dad said, I don't believe in you anymore. And the Santa's not real. And everybody's like, damn, how could you do that? And then Santa's like, no, I'm real and I'm here. And so they go back and forth. And it's basically like a home alone type situation, except extremely more violent just significantly more violent while where santa is yeah. trying to find out who he used to be and what it means to believe and what it means to be a good person and be there and his family is trying to come together and find out the real meaning of christmas yeah I yeah mean, great synopsis love it kinda. and that was awesome yeah um to provide you all with the cast so uh david harbour plays santa claus yeah, john leguizamo plays scrooge that's the other thing to keep in mind as i read these that all of the like uh folks who are the criminals all have holiday names so True. like yeah john leguizamo plays scrooge alex hassel from cowboy bebop plays jason lightstone Alexis Louder plays his <sighs> wife, kind of separated. Um, Alexis Louder plays Linda. Uh, Cam Gigandet plays Morgan Steele. Edie Patterson from The Righteous Gemstones. Here's my plug for The Righteous Gemstones. If you have not watched that on HBO Max, give it a watch. It's hilarious. Um, yes. Is also plays Alva Lightstone. And then Beverly D'Angelo plays Gertrude Lightstone. Um, and the little girl Trudy is played by Re Leah Brady. Um, who was great by the she way was yeah, she, she was, was yeah um 
then the other thing is like this movie's done exceptionally well at the box office. Like it's had a great a uh, run. Um, the the it base it almost beat um, Black Panther, but Black Panther that like eked it out um, for their fourth straight uh, fourth straight um, or like fourth weekend straight um, at the box office. But wow. it has made. Um, I was going to pull this up. Yeah. It's done really well. It's comes in second day. De- it debuts at number two. Um, it made 17. No, it made 13.3 million dollars from 3,682 North American cinemas. So it was projected to open at 10. So it's doing slightly above average. Gentlemen, what did you all like about this movie? If it's original, I mean, yeah. if I'm just being yeah. honest, I, I think it's the best Christmas movie I've seen in a while, and that is that is taken into consideration. Ryan Reynolds, I haven't seen it because I don't have Apple TV, but Ryan Reynolds dropped a Christmas movie. So mm-hmm. many people have just so many bigger names also have dropped some type of a Christmas or Christmas ish movie, and then you have all the remakes, and then you have all the original Christmas movies. This one just felt really original, and it, the storyline, the plot is simple. It's it's right to the point, and it and it feels like it has easy rewatch value. So for me, that's where I'm starting. It's just it's just a good original, fresh movie. I think that's a yeah. great place to start, and I am going to back that up and say, I usually am one to not enjoy like typical like typical Christmas movie tropes, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's about the meaning or to appreciate the little things. Those are nice reminders and they're fun to watch. But just about every Christmas movie. Um, mm-hmm. short of Die Hard has similar like has similar vibes running throughout it. Um, and this one just felt like such a unique take and such a unique perspective on yeah. is a like a more traditional storyline with a Santa Claus in it that mm-hmm. this was fun. Like like I really enjoyed this movie like top to bottom. It has probably emerged as my depending on the day and position of the moon, my first or second favorite Christmas movie of, of all time. I, I mean. I, I think the thing that I found delightful, like just downright giddy about this movie was just how it knew exactly what it was. And I know oh, a yeah. lot of reviewers say that. And so I'm going to go a step further. And the fa- and this movie is so here's the thing. I did watch the Ryan Reynolds, Will Ferrell Christmas movie mm, on Apple okay. Plus called Spirited. I enjoyed it. I recommend it. Like that is a good new family like fun christmas movie that that i think is a good story definitely watch it violet night i say the same thing but for exactly the opposite reasons this is counter programming at its finest we have a ton of movies right now that are going to be sweet as pie they're going to be candy canes of movies Mm -hmm. of just like we love each other and Christmas spirit magic is really should yeah. be year round and I love you. And yeah. Violent Night looks yeah. that in the face and then shoots it. And like it oh, is just literally brutality during the holiday season when we are just inundated with the absolute wonderful warmth of being around those that we love. But then violent night basically takes like, I really don't want to spend the holidays with my family. I feel like I'm trapped here. And then literally makes an entire metaphor 100%. that the family is being held hostage on Christmas. Yeah. Uh, phenomenal. And it's, yeah. it's wonderfully violent. It's a really good palate. Cl- it's it's a palate. It's a good palate cleanser it's for very me. Wonderfully I got violent. three kids, six and under I'm watching a lot of it's really mushy, 
good stuff, which is which is good. But as an adult, it's it's like you know I, I could use a palate cleanser, and I I kind of didn't know what I was getting into when I sat in the theater. I, I was like, okay, it's gonna be violent. Mm-hmm. Is this gonna be just like over the top? What is it? And I found myself laughing at easily every like ten to fifteen minutes. Like mm-hmm. this was actually legitimately a funny movie. It. In the Wagner house, we have watched the original Gridge cartoon no less than three to four times. And gentlemen, it's December 5th. That means we've watched a Grinch a day. Um, and so I have to watch the Mickey Gift of the Magi story, which, by the way, is not a happy story. No. Stop it. Like, stop doing it. Yeah. Like, it's not happy. No. Anyway, that's my PS. Anyway, we're talking about Violent Night. What uh, I was saying is, I I appreciate it for very similar reasons. It's not that way, but here's the other thing: as a, I'm gonna go on a weird end uh, back end of this. Oh, I can't I, wait. I really enjoy that it equipped me with a different way to explain the holiday, <laughs> because as a parent, we get these kind of questions. How does he make it to all the houses? Yes. How does he make it down the chain? How does he deliver presents? (laughs) And what I appreciated about this is that David Harbour, his Santa Claus being like, dude, I don't even fucking get it. Yeah. Yeah. I have said several times to my children since seeing this movie, I have said, you know, Harrison, I, I don't really get it. And you know what? I don't think hair. I don't think Santa Claus gets it either. Like, yeah. I think it's just, it's just a thing that happens and the ability that, that he goes, Oh, okay. That makes it so much fucking <laughs> easier to understand. And it shouldn't like yeah. this movie has That's no hilarious. business making more sense of Christmas than yeah. many other movies within its same like genre or like if we're talking about movies in terms of a street in that neighborhood, there yeah. are others that are not explaining it so simply yeah. and in such a stupid but easy way. I mean, well, it, the, go ahead, Marcus. Well, I was going to say, well, at the same time, it, it introduces a whole new lore of Santa. <sighs> yeah. Wow. While simultaneously saying, man, I don't know how the magic works, but look at this fucking hammer I got. And they used to call me Nickum in the Red. And I was like, wait a minute, hold on. I, I, seen I didn't Marcus see that shit coming. That. I was, that was I literally was like laid back, chilling in the theater, enjoying the movie. Because I'll, let me start here. I said within the first maybe 15, 15, 20 minutes when they started fighting and stuff like that, I was like, yeah. this movie is not nearly violent enough to be called Violent Night. That was my first thought. That was literally my first thought. And then it was like the movie said, all right, hold my beer. Shut the fuck up. And (laughs) pace that shit up times 10. And and I enjoyed that. I like how it was so in some areas I was literally looking away. A guy's skull was just on fucking fire. That was incredible. That was I was like, I was laughing. I I don't know if (laughs) if I'm broken, but like, I was legit laughing during that because of how absurd that sequence came to be. Also, I loved the messy fight sequences. I I appreciate a good, clean Jackie Chan, like well-executed fight scene, but the fight scenes in this movie, it's like, 
it's like David Harbour just got out of bed hungover and, he, and they're just like, fight this guy. And he's like, okay. And he's just sloppy. He's stripping. He's, I mean, it's off. Oh, it felt so like, good. it felt like wrestling. It felt like, yeah. okay, we don't yeah. give a shit how you get here, but here's three things that need to happen in this mm-hmm. fight, guys. You need to stab him with a candy cane. You need yes. to jam. Uh, and the end has to be, you kill him with a Christmas tree in his yep. eye. Like That's otherwise, perfect. we don't give a fuck. Go nuts! That's like such the, a good way to describe it. And the entire time, Doug and I in the theater together are calling out, "Oh, that's going to be a reference. Oh, that's going to be a reference. Oh, that's going to come back." So literally, it was very he hits the Santa at the beginning, and the yep. Santa starts dancing. Me and Doug look at each other and we say, "That's going to come back." <laughs> or there's a pile of something in the corner that they do a clear shot at. It's not yes. hiding it. That's the thing, right? It's not trying to give you this. Oh, Oh, you didn't see that coming type of factor. It's more like, wait till you see how we use that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, it's there. And wait till you see how we use it. And the reason why I did that is because I have played any Mortal Kombat game created (laughs) ever. And I know know an environment kill when I see one. And when you pan across and I see a snowblower, I'm like, you're going to fucking kill him with a snowblower. Like, I know that shit is coming. There was another moment, Marcus, where they started a joke and I finished it. And you went, how did you know that? And I went, because it's a bad Christmas joke. The stupid ass joke in the beginning. He's like, you Americans, you always love Christmas or something like that. Do you know what my favorite holiday is? And he hits the guy and he says, boxing day. And I I was like, that's where I said it. Yep. And Doug said it. And I was like, how the fuck did you know that? And I said, because I know Boxing Day is a thing, and this seems dumb enough to make that kind of fun. Well, that's the other thing, right? This movie gets away with a lot of lines that only this movie, I feel like, could get away with. 100%. Like Santa Claus is coming to town. Yep. Yeah. Like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Like yeah. all the characters are named after Christmas parts or pieces, especially Scrooge. And shout out to John Legu- Leguizamo, right? Yeah, he's a fantastic villain. What a great villain! What a great opposite of of John Harbaugh. You know, even yeah. in size, right? You get this smaller guy who's not built like that, but he still has this demeanor of a like a good villain and the things he says. And they didn't get too much into his background and his like why he's doing the thing he's doing. He gave me just enough of. I was poor for Christmas, so I went and stole some shit, accidentally killed a grandpa. That's pretty much about it. Like, and that's all I ever since yeah. then I've been stealing shit. That's that was all I fucking needed. That was all I needed. And the I other mean, thing that I there are two things of this that I that I loved. I loved that his list is up to date with yeah. what has happened even oh my, moments I wrote those down. ago. Like he's yeah. pulling it up, and after they hurt somebody, he's like, "Oh, and this." It's just a that I never thought mm-hmm. in a million years. Like that take on the naughty and nice list mm-hmm. was like just it's refreshing, awesome. Like, and then yeah. the way that Leguizamo is killed. Oh no! Me, don't get oh there yet. Oh, I feel like that save that one is just I. I so creative. Was, it was just genius. I do need to go. I need to go back to the list, and I couldn't get every single reference. But when they're talking about the li- so when um when the daughter's like Santa, please help me, and Santa's like ah, I don't know about this. Um, and I'm trying to find the actress's name, Leah Bra- Leah Brady, who plays mm-hmm. Trudy Lightstone, is talking, and he pulls up pulls up like the naughty and nice list if she's on it. All the stuff pops up. The one that stood out to me immediately, and I knew the creativity in this movie would keep coming, was. 
like one of the things that she was nice about was invited weird kid to birthday party. And I was like, all right. Yeah. Like that's the that's type of stuff. Oh, oh man. Like, I love that. I didn't even notice that. About, Brian. Oh, if you look at John Leguizamo's, there's so many, so many bad things he did, but the one that I saw his list yeah. was killed yeah. his best friend. And I was like, <laughs> Lordy, like this is yeah. okay. That's like amazing. It was phenomenal. I bet there'll be a ton of Easter eggs when this comes out. Oh, probably. Oh, yeah, uh, sure. I would love to see the screen caps of it, but it, there was so much mashed into there in such a short time. Um, but yeah, I, I really, I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah. I also want to point out something that I, I learned after the movie. So the, the woman who plays, uh, one of the, one of the, I don't, I don't know, kidnappers. Is it peppermint? No, not peppermint. Yes. Peppermint. Are you going to share the same fun fact that I am? No, go ahead. no, no, no. Nope. Uh, so, or candy cane. I apologize. Candy cane. It's hard to confuse the two cane. of them because they both are dressed similarly. And I have... Yeah. That was the one part of this. I was like, why can't she be candy cane too? Yeah. 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 So uh, she plays like the lead bartender uh, before everything happens. So I was like, man, for some reason you look familiar. I don't know why she has done stunt work on over 30 projects that I think we've all seen. Uh, She was the, she was the stunt double for Katie lots and legends of tomorrow. Uh, She was, she has been stunt doubles for people in Batwoman. Uh, Supergirl, uh, Fresh, the movie we watched earlier this year, Peacemaker, yeah. The Boys. Uh, so she's a really like accomplished stunt person, and this is one of her first acting roles. That's interesting. Um, I won't tell and when Brittany you kind of think about it, she was being really physical at the end of the movie. I mean, like I, mm-hmm. that might have been her um, doing some of that stuff up there. So anyway, I thought that was really cool. She's stepping into something new, and. We, I know we've seen a lot of the projects that she's, she was in Superman and Lois too doing stunts. So Brian, I, I just thought that was cool. Brian, you brought up such a good point, and I'm so glad that we transitioned to this. We got to talk about the Home Alone sequence. Yes, we do. And what I appreciated about this movie is that it highlights how violent Home Alone yes. should be. Like, yes. As a, it's clear it is a kids movie. It is a fun movie. But if the things were really happening to Joe Pesci and the other guy, like, holy shit, the scene where the nail goes through the underside of his mouth. I, I, or gives me the jeepers. I'm just going to say that because there's so many other good ones from there. But the, the, that movie should be more violent. And the fact that the little girl is like, it was so funny. (laughs) <laughs> make such a big point yes. about that whole movie top to bottom. It, I just, that was just such a fine addition that I absolutely like adored. Like I loved that sequence. There are moments in this that I could not look directly. Like I had to turn away. Like when he's maneuvering his jaw in that damn nail. And uh, and what's, what's really funny about that scene is, um, it's the constant, just the it's the keep goingness of mm-hmm. that scene. Yes, there's bowling balls coming down. She's tossing them back. They're going down, and it feels like with the score of this movie too, which is another big component of the yes. success of like of how well this like how well they thought this out. Everything is Christmassy, so everything yes. feels like that Home Alone. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun, dun. It's very upbeat and it's light, but the violence that's happening inside of it, it, it almost is like it's yin and yang. But it's yeah. like, oh, this is actually really fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what I really enjoyed, like the score of this too, as well. 
Right. Yeah. And it's it does play such an homage to like other Christmas movies that a there thing. is a general moment like where you get to that sequence and you're like, oh, they're going to do like a Home Alone thing. But it's right. a little kid. So it's really it couldn't be that bad. And it's <laughs> like if you thought that we were going to take our foot off the gas, yeah. like we weren't. So it does a good job of like almost <laughs> tricking its audience into this false sense of like, oh, well, it's a kid and nothing's going to happen that it's like, no, it's it's worse because a kid doesn't get it. Like, yeah, yeah. The yeah. kid doesn't understand how bad it is. Like, and so it's so well done. I mean, the throwbacks to Die Hard that are in here. Of yeah. Like a, it, I could, there are, there are so many Die Hard, the Santa Claus, Home Alone, like all of it is just such a great, like, oh, even yeah. Like, it's a wonderful life to a certain extent. Like, there are portions of that in here too that are just like, my God. Oh my gosh. I mean, there's a ton of callbacks too. I'd say a lot of holiday movies, the Bah Humbug. <laughs> <laughs> is totally wow, a callback to Die Hard. Uh, I mean, you you have the Home Alone stuff, and then I'm, I, of course, those are the only two that I, are coming to me immediately. Right. Uh, however, uh, I, I mean, it's it, I think it's you you said it really well. It's all this stuff wrapped in some really nice Christmas packaging. I I don't think the like the one critique I have of this movie is like I don't think we needed like the the nordic warrior backstory but you know oh. what i didn't care i didn't care because yeah. you're already buying into this concept that santa's gonna die hard it okay I, great i it made me marcus please we've talked marcus what do you got oh boy i vehemently is that how you pronounce it? vehemently 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 thank you i vehemently disagree and Love that it. is because I enjoyed that because I wasn't expecting it. I, mm-hmm. You I, you do kind of have this question of, okay, how violent can Santa get? Because he is this jolly green giant. But yeah. let me let me let me explain to you the shit that sold me. Right? Sure. You have this quick flash of him as Nickum in the red. Okay. Yep. He's he's in this in this Viking armor. He has blood coming down of his face. It's the quick flash. Okay. The next scene that connects the dot to that is him sitting at this fucking table. With yeah. his shirt off, okay, and his body is covered oh, in Viking yeah. tattoos. Yeah. He is putting a candle to the scar. He is wrapping his wounds, <laughs> sitting at this fucking paper. table, and the music that's playing is this Nordic type yes. vibe, type God of War ish yes. vibe. Yes. And I was yeah. like, if anybody was to play fucking Kratos, if it wasn't the guy who voices Kratos, it's motherfucking uh 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 John Harborough, David right? Harbour. David, David Harborough, John Harbour. Oh, John Harborough. That's all right. The coach of goddamn uh, Michigan. That's um, okay. And so. I just really enjoyed the fact that he had this story about this hammer. Me and Skullcrusher, yeah. I was like a surgeon with that shit. And when he finds a fucking hammer in the shed and he starts swinging that bitch around, for me, it kind of gave me this. I don't need a whole lot of backstory, but I was yeah. wondering how Santa going to hold his own. You know what I mean? Because it, it, it I, I needed something like, how does yeah. Santa know how to defend himself if he is this jolly green person and then it added like another layer of lore because it didn't give me answers it was like oh this motherfucker did so bad doug said this actually that being santa was not a gift it was a curse because of how much bad shit that he did oh i I immediately went there because originally like when this movie is like getting into maybe like halfway through the second act and you actually have john leguizamo talking to like david harbour oh, i man. said i could see this movie ending 
in a very especially because of all the context yeah. clues of little like crumbs of other Christmas yeah. movies that are we like all over this. Mm-hmm. I was like, what if they took the Santa Claus and they worked in the element of if the other Santa dies and it's your fault, you take it over. But what yeah. if the twist on it, the whole thing is like it's actually kind of like a curse and you have to become Santa moving mm-hmm. forward. And I was like, well, what if John? I thought John Leguizamo was going to kill Santa and he was such yep. a bad person that he would have to make up for it because of moving yep. forward. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's, that would be that fucking been a crazy genius. Twist. And that's that not what happened. And I'm not, twist. yeah, it was awesome. Well, if you're I'm not mad at Dr. Doug, I think good. you have my vote. That's, that's really creative. That would have been good. Oh, yeah. That I'm glad, good. but I think, it was, but, uh, but I think it was, it was better with the ending. You oh, know what I mean? That, that it was that, Okay, now I'm gonna let Doug talk about this ending with with John Leguizamo's uh, death. Yeah, I mean, yeah. battle. So yeah. the whole thing, his magic isn't working, and the tap of the nose is a like it's definitely like a it's a throwback to the night, but towards the night before Christmas story because he taps his nose and he goes back up through the chimney. Oh, and so they definitely reference that. And oh, I hate the night before Christmas, and he <laughs> he grabs onto John Leguizamo, <laughs> and he pulls him up through the chimney when oh they're my outside gosh. and the amount of like blood and viscera <laughs> that is just everywhere as a result Absolutely it was splendid it was amazing like it there was, was yeah. i was i'm pretty sure the majority of the theater either saw marcus look away but me go for much of this movie oh my god <laughs> yeah like because yeah. that was that was my reaction to that um so it's just such an incredible finish also Vermilion does not react much when it comes to no. movies like very obvious ha 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 moments that happen in Marvel right. movies that I know would hit in a like a full theater in a bigger city. They usually don't react much. No. But yeah. this movie, now granted, it was filled with a lot of kids. Who I will tell you that now. It was like a lot of like maybe, well, more, a lot maybe of moms dropping off barely 12 yeah. year old being like, yeah. I bought your oh. ticket, bye. Somebody <laughs> dropped like a hundred dollars on snacks and tickets for like a big group of like Oh, like maybe five so bitches. that was kind of the vibe in the thing and the lights were on in the theater i didn't weird. know what they weren't all what the was way happening. It, it was it was just like dim but like i was they didn't like, want I you to get too scared that. possibly but they were reacting the entire time so when that scene happened and he yanked him through the yeah. damn chimney and was holding this nub everybody was i don't think anybody saw that coming now us as movie no. people like when we like to watch it I told Doug, I said, is that a chimney? Like on the fight scene, yeah. I, t- I told Doug, I said, I think that's a chimney. And it was just a pile of rocks. And I was like, okay, that's got to be something. So then when he goes to it, I was yeah. like, oh, they're going to like, they're going to go for it. They're going to do that. Yeah. I, I thought know. like, I totally, so it played with my expectations. And that's the reason it shocked me. Cause I thought he was going to like, ha- they were all going to go up the chimney and then he would like, hold him by the collar, like he'd hold oh, John Leguizamo and they'd have like some final victory speech and he'd drop him or something. I was yeah. completely unprepared for him to just simply turn into splatter immediately. I thought, Bever- I thought Beverly D'Angelo's character was going to come and shoot him. Like, I, you know I was like, it's I was not going to finish that, that way. Too. But now that, if that had happened, it would have been a really, based on what we got, it would have been a really unsatisfactory way yeah. to go like if yeah. that if it was the trade-off oh. of what we got versus that i am so glad i was wrong santa took it there Me they, yeah. i mean when they said violent night they were not they weren't <laughs> they were shout out to the fight choreographer in this in this too yeah because 
I enjoyed everything about it. I don't think I had a, the only moment I had that was like, would that really happen? Maybe was the Christmas star in the eyeball and then turning it on. Oh, that yeah. was a little I bit mean. like, uh, I don't know. That's a little bit of a stretch for me. Everything else I was fine with. And I that's will, me being super nitpicky. I will also say that I am, this is going to sound weird, oddly disappointed that we did not get to see Mrs. Claus. I am too. I, am I too. know that that sounds weird, but they really kept referencing her and they made her such a big part of the story yeah. that I was like, man, I really want to see Mrs. Yeah. Claus in this. Kind like, of like the I, Christmas Chronicles. Like when they revealed... Yeah. Mrs. Claus at the end of Christmas Chronicles. I don't know if you if anybody's ever seen that on Netflix, yeah. but that's a good that's also a good fresh yeah. Christmas music too. Um movie too. I I was really satisfied when they did show um Mrs. Claus in the end of Christmas Chronicles because it was like she he kept referencing her, referencing, referencing. Yeah. I really thought it was gonna be somebody like big playing Mrs. Claus and she was gonna be on that damn sleigh with his hammer right. at the end. Just a real quick, like a real quick thing, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I hope so, they don't do a sequel. So the stunt yeah, coordinator also did stunt cordon did stunts for the following movies. Um, and this is why you're going to be like, no surprise. These fights looked really good. Okay. Um, the stunt coordinator did the matrix resurrections. He oh. did birds of prey. He did John wick chapter three. Yep. He did Deadpool oh. two. Deadpool two. He did black Panther. He did the fate in the furious. So F eight, um, he did um, Power Rangers, the live action, and then he did Doctor Strange as well as John Wick 2. That was just Damn. one of the stunt coordinators. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, yeah, that's a powerhouse. Yeah. What a list. I'm looking up the other one right now. Dan Skeen. Um, Dan Skeen did The Boys. He did Star Trek Strange New Worlds. He did uh, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. He did yeah. Titans, um, both as a stunt coordinator as well as like a stunt person as well. So mm -hmm. they have the chops to make this. And that's the reason why all of those like bloody, gory, fighty moments were that so well sense. executed because they, I, yeah. they had somebody really do well with them. Yeah. yeah. I, I, mean, I do want to say I hate the new season of Titans. Just you can say that here. I'm glad you can say I it here. It's a safe space. They went for I'm sorry it's letting you down, man. Well, considering it's probably the last season before they get canceled. Yeah. They I... went for a horror route, and I'm oh. just like, nah, like it's that. not what I wanted. But yeah. yeah. I feel like that only works when your predominant principal like lead is Batman or a Batman mm -hmm. adjacent kind hero. Of. I don't feel like it always works mm -hmm. with like Beast Boy. You know what Damn. I'm saying? Like it kind of does if you watch it. I can see why people would like it because they introduced okay. the red and all this other shit. But okay, uh, yeah, I'm not a fan. Yeah. All right. Anyway, anything fair. else, gentlemen, that you want to say about Violent Night? I really don't have any notes. I mean, like this is you should definitely see this. We, we are gushed about this movie. I, I mean, honestly, yeah. this is this is a great digital. Like really I, I don't. So I feel like this isn't gonna win anyone over to the genre, or like Ooh. if you have that friend that's like, this is so unrealistic. They're not going to enjoy this. But if you like Die Hard and if you have fond memories of Home Alone, you're going to enjoy this. And it's a great way to kind of mix up the Christmas movie like shuffle. So you're not watching, you know, Christmas Vacation again. Like I, that's 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 the value to me. It's a solid entry into the holiday yeah. film carousel. Yeah, I don't will... go in watching anything. Just 
Yeah. Like just oh, I, yeah. I went with zero expectations. I barely watched you know. the trailer. You know, I watched it the one time we sent it in the chat. But other than that, I didn't look up anything and just went into a movie. And yeah. the I also enjoyed that for for the most part, all the faces were unfamiliar to me. Like that all the lead cool. characters yeah. and uh, all the actors, actresses, and people who act, they were all pretty much unfamiliar or new faces. And I, yeah. I, I really enjoyed that. I liked it a lot. I mean, your well, top and- three build cast are David Harbour, John Leguizamo, yeah. and Beverly Beverly D'Angelo. And that's it. Who, who plays Mrs. Griswold, by the way. Right. So... Funny connection there. Christmas vacation. In actually, all of the vacation movies, she plays. Um. Yeah. 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 And um, this was this. By the way, before we before we wrap this up, I, we've talked about before how like mid budget movies like don't exist anymore. So you could call this low budget, but I feel like I, one of the reasons we liked this is because yeah. we enjoy this lost art of a mid budget like action yeah. thriller. So this yeah. this nailed it. So I I, I don't yeah. know. I hope they make more movies like it. Like Marcus said, I, I don't need a sequel to this. I don't want this. Please, please don't make a sequel to this because I just don't. <laughs> I watched, let me tell y'all, I watched R.I.P.D. 2 on Netflix and I was pissed. They made a second one? They made a second one and it's a Netflix second one and I was oh, pissed no. because I really, oh, as no. unpopular opinion, I liked R.I.P.D. I liked the first I've never one. seen it. Neither have I. Oh, you never saw the first one? Really, no, I just I just oh, judge I, it based I, on trailer. I really enjoyed that with like Ryan Reynolds and yeah, and, and I, I liked R.I.P.D. I felt like that was like untapped potential. This one kind of felt like they were forcing like this Men in Black type. But I was pissed. Yep. So I really hope that they don't make a sequel to this. Like, if anything, this make live. a prequel. I would love yeah. to see Nickman yeah. the Red. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see the what did Jeez. he do that made him become Santa Claus? Like yeah. I would or love Santa, to see that or Santa and Mrs. Claus going lethal weapon back to back in it for an ass whooping. Yeah, in a I, I could do a like, Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Like Mr. Claus. Mr. Smith. Oh yep. yeah, like for yep. you sure. and I are on the same wavelength. For yes, sure. he said. For he sure. said, "Let me see Santa and Mrs. Claus," and I was like, "Marcus is about to give us a new kink." Like I did <laughs> not <laughs> expect, <laughs> not expect <laughs> you to go the. Give yeah, us that route. Put so, hammer? Yeah, that kind of movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to turn quickly. Yeah, that's going to turn quickly. <laughs> With this hammer, I'm a magician. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Talk about Brian's hammer disappointed. Time. We've done it. We've done it, y'all. Yeah. We've yeah. done it. That's a great time. That's a better, that's the yeah. best time yeah. uh, uh, rather than any to this one's... wrap it up. <laughs> wrap it up. This um, one's skull crusher. This one's womb crusher. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh, when he takes off his glasses, you know, we've yeah, that's how you know it's there. I, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, we got him. Uh, I got nothing. I want I a big nothing. banner and confetti to like pop down behind you on the like, a, like a hundredth time that you're disappointed. Like, <laughs> like I would just, I want that so bad. Yeah. Like, Ladies and gentlemen, that marks our hundredth time. Um, <laughs> That's hilarious. But, I wish we but, could do a super cut of every time. I'm just like, I don't even know what to say. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, oh. Marcus, you wanted me to remind you that we were right. How God. were we How right? Were we right. I mean, listen, obviously, but... I just want to say last podcast, or maybe the podcast before, we had this conversation that um who is the new the new old Disney um Bob Iger. Bob oh, yeah. Iger came yes. back, right? Yep. Bob he Iger did. came back. And we had this whole conversation of what's going to be different. What do we predict oh, is going to oh, like look different yeah. in this new Disney phase? And we 
literally as a podcast. Not even this isn't even the first time, y'all. We keep saying yeah. shit, and we either the either the algorithm or formula that they got is written specifically for us that it's easy to predict, or somebody's listening to us, or we just like we on the same wavelength and we yep. really do understand the Marvel, you know what I mean? Like we understand comic book movies and, and like movies in general, right? They said we said on this podcast, we think, and I can't remember who said it specifically, but we all agreed. Mm-hmm. We said we think that Disney is going to go quality over quantity. It's we did say something like that. Days. Yeah. And I, I can't and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong and go back and listen, but we had this conversation about how they would go quality over quantity because we felt like they were just pushing everything out and they yep. were going to review how they delivered their content. Yep. Fast forward, there was a report that Marvel or Disney is reportedly restructuring and reviewing to look at quality over quantity when it comes to releasing their content. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, we said that they were going to probably focus on less like volume of shows and more like movies and things that are of a higher value for people's time. And that's exactly what we talked about of what it would be and what the difference would be. Um, and yeah, Magic crystal, ball. we are crystal balling it for sure. Um, we literally called this. So I just want to say once again, we were right. That's we've true. it's it's and if you're not listening to the podcast and you only catch this snippet at the end, if you made it this far, this is the podcast to listen to. We are the average movie yep. goer. That is it. We're not here to like be big off some bullshit. We're not here to like make lie and you know like try to just yeah. do some hot takes for the sake of hot takes. That ain't the that ain't the podcast. This is all we are are regular fans and moviegoers that actually pay attention and enjoy and watch and consume because we like to do that for one. Oh yeah. But you mean to tell me we were a we called this shit not even a week ago? Yeah. I, yeah, and it it this comes no. it started with deadline and it looks like the cosmiccircus.com picked up on this. They say they have sources saying that they're looking specifically at quality over quantity, but the deadline is is absolutely reporting and I definitely trust them that they're re they're reevaluating how they distribute these yeah. projects, which is totally corpo speak for hey, are we sure we want this on streaming? Uh, are we sure we want this in a theater and do we want it at all? That's absolutely what's happening a hundred percent. And I don't think we're, yeah. And yeah, this they could have be a whole chart. other episode, but I think we're going to get less Disney plus shows, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. They, they have a flow chart where it's like, okay, do we want it? Yes. Okay. Do we then <laughs> want it on streaming or movie? If the answer is yes to streaming, then it's no to movie and they have other questions yep. from there and vice versa. If it's no, we don't want it on streamer, then yep, it's a movie. And what has to be big enough to require it being a movie, like it has to go in that direction. So like Armor Wars, I think that's right. part of the reason. Yep, I exactly. think they knew Bob I Iger. I think that, I, that my hot take, they knew Bob Iger was coming back or they were already in the plans or whatever the case may be, because when we get news, it's obviously late. They had already made a decision. Right. I think that that had something to do with armor wars going from streaming to theaters. I think the other thing to keep in mind about the corporate world is that we, the the folks in the corporate world, like they work on these things for 
six months plus, and then they finally get to a point where they can legally announce them. Mm -hmm. And so that's Mm -hmm. when the press release comes out. So my Mm -hmm. guess is you're probably right, Marcus. This was a, this was, they knew this transition was coming. They were just trying to wait to the right time. They had to finish out phase four, let go of what's his name right after phase four. It's like a football game. Like if you have a coach, you want him to finish his season. And then sometimes, well, sometimes they get let go right in the middle, but then sometimes they get (laughs) let go right at the end of the season. And they say, Hey, we're going to part ways right immediately at the end of this season or in the case of usd they have a disgusting abysmal performance and then they that's sign true. their guy to five more years because that that also wow. makes sense. okay go yotes. Yep. welcome to usd um go yotes. Go yotes. we love it. uh gentlemen we Hello. are at the time of the show where we go through plugs and such so Word. brian what would you like to plug this week hey folks i'm here uh to talk about the love nerds dot com uh my wife uh runs that business there's recipes there are there's a shop go check out the shop but look i'm here to tell you about the recipes because we got the holidays coming up and there's a ton of stuff in there don't stress out go to the lovenerds.com pick a good Mm -hmm. recipe and be the hero of the holiday dinner go check out the lovenerds.com i like that's fire that's fire uh marcus what would you like to do uh, follow the mantra, never offended, always humble. Go buy yourself some gear from the Noah website. Hit the link in my bio. Go treat yourself to something nice. We got some new stuff up there right in time for the holidays. We got a couple teddy bears. We got a couple posters Ooh. now. You can get a poster. You can get a sticker. Buy your person some Noah gear for the holidays. Yes. You won't regret it, I promise. Go stream some music. Go, you know, do a lot. Shout out to Soul Tie. He had a great progression this year. That's one of our artists on Noah. Um, and, you know, I also had a great year as well. So I appreciate everybody um for listening we had a great growth when it comes to the music and so i just appreciate you all thank you all but just always remember to follow the mantra never offended always humble absolutely and for me i'd like to plug this podcast and the best way to promote us the best way to show us some love is to share us with a friend or a loved one that is statistically that is how most podcasts are discovered um is by sharing with friends and family if you are feeling like you really love the show and you want to support us um go to patreon.com slash films in black and white um and sign up to join the patty family um and so you can uh see some of our content in different ways and have access to us in ways that not everybody does um so certainly check that out um but folks we have a three-step process to success and so i'm gonna get on down to spare bag to give us our first step Nobody ever explained what the spare bag name meant. I, I think I bag. missed it. Spare bag. Santa lost his first Remember? bag again. Oh, and then he had got a spare, it. Bag. spare bag. Got it. Okay. I, I mean, I, I think it was like the, the hand wave of like, don't worry yeah. about the bag. Don't worry about the spare bag. Yeah, don't worry. It's Christmas fun. magic. Yeah. Anyway, Christmas magic. Yeah. Responsible for everything. Like, read a book. <laughs> hey. I know you have some time up that you, you're going to be, you're, you're going to take some time off and you're going to say, you know what? I'm just going to do me. I'm going to do me on, on this time off. And then you know what's going to happen? You're going to sit there and you're like, I don't know what to do with my time. And you're going to look at your phone. Okay. That's a fact. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Go get a book. You can even buy a book on your phone if you really you want. Truth. And you can start small. If you're like, Brian, I, I don't have time to read a book. Well, go get mm-hmm. a short book. Like they, they tell you how many pages that are in the book online. It's great. Anyway, go buy a book and and actually use that time 
cuddle up with a with a blanket and then mm. you know what if you need some more incentive take a picture of it post phone. it on insta and then throw your phone well maybe don't throw it but put your oh, phone on the other side don't. and then just actually read the book by the you know by your tree and, and and a blanket anyway just just read a book read a book with your free time coming up absolutely i i love that and echo that sentiment you can read a comic book those are books they're short That's graphic novels like literally anything oh, they're fine um our second step to success is to drink some water look y'all it's stressful getting through the holiday season uh the air is getting colder you're running around a little bit more don't let yourself get dehydrated uh don't let yourself uh just feel un like just out of balance keep drinking your water uh make yourself feel hydrated make everything feel well and you'll handle the holidays better if you take care of your body it'll get it through your stressful situations better um and treat yourself to nice water you know if you're feeling like it's been a minute get yourself the you know the top shelf water like the voss or the fiji you know sometimes an extra buck can make you feel special so make yourself feel special and drink mm -hmm. some water marcus Third step. Well, the third step, wash your ass right after you read a book. Ooh, there you go. Right after you drink some water. It it's very important you want to wash your ass. Okay. You don't want to be a Scrooge. You know what a Scrooge does? Walks in during the holidays with stank ass. Okay. And you don't want that to Good be luck. you. You don't want to be, you want to be Santa Claus, not stank ass a Claus. Okay. And yeah. so just wash your ass. That's all you got to do. Get a fresh rag, ask Santa, whoever you believe in. If it's a fat white man, or if your Santa's fat black, that's fine. Whatever, whatever you want your Santa to be, or your parents, or whoever it is, or whoever, just say, I want a new thing of rags for Christmas, like a new wash rag for Christmas. And you may get it in your stocking. All there, right? you so just there you go. Just watch that. There you go. That'll do it for this week's episode of Films in Black and White. Uh, remember to suck your whoppers. That's the streamer at the bottom. Uh, it came up. I felt like I had to read it. Um, really, the most important thing is, is next week we're going to come back and we are doing our Avatar doing? 2 Way of Water primer or refresher we are going to yeah. watch the original avatar and talk about that so god help yeah. us all so yeah. we're going to talk about that um and then uh the week after we're gonna do avatar 2 way of water because we're gluttons for punishment so we're so. back to back weeks of avatar coming up y'all so don't miss it um stay tuned it's coming um, clean the, it, clean the tip of your braids everybody it's time it, to get free hey this is going to be an avatar podcast for the next two weeks so you better buckle up you better get blue Ooh. and and get yeah what marcus said i don't know I don't, get a mech suit i don't know whatever yeah it's a better it's better i like that better brian because I, I have a lot of question um but in, in the mean in the meantime or in the between time stay safe stay healthy we love y'all we appreciate y'all we'll catch y'all next week blue balls and braids <laughs> <laughs> just end it